Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Shabba jingle boom it bing 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 boom it do a shabba da baba Merry Christmas to all who are surrounding you. Shabba loo. Guess who's back? Boy, who got the Christmas tree in there? That thing I just looked at, that is nice. That was Andrew, our no way. promotions dude. Yeah. yeah, he decked the halls for us around here. Yep, you Boy, can, he you got in touch back. with his feminine side and got that thing dialed in. What? He, what? That's no, the old, that's the old frame, man. He got oh. in touch with his decorative side. That uh, thing is beautiful. Are you saying only women can decorate? Uh, they do better than men. Carl. They do better than men. It's Not all festive. men. No, it's just Are you a good decorator? Am I a good decorator? Yeah, yeah. I'd say I am a good decorator. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah. I actually am a pretty good decorator. Yeah, there it is. On, there it is. I was on my I was lights. on the wedding detail, man. I I was the decorator. Ah. Really? Yeah. It was great. What was your responsibility? I bought two Douglas fir trees and cloaked oh. them in white lights. Ooh. And then I got um a bunch of garland for the aisle that my daughter was gonna walk down. Really? And oh. uh the garland that I purchased um, I found some good garland at a Lowe's, and then I returned it because I found better at Costco. See? <laughs> it's it's always at day. Costco. <laughs> no, I found the best garland rope that was made out of, uh, oh, what was it? Some kind of uh, aspen that was just beautiful. And then we put these white lights, battery pack real? lights. Was it the real, real garland? Real garland, okay. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's beautiful. So hey. I got about 100 feet of that. We laid it down for down the aisle, and it was really cool. Anyhow, what it's I'm great. referring to, Boom Crew, is my daughter got married off down yeah. in Athens, Georgia here. What was this, about five days ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was an absolute joy. God was present, and it was a sweet time. It's really and cool. It's cool to be back. It really is. But. I got a question for you. Yeah, man. How did you navigate? This is a conversation we had while you were gone. How did you navigate doing the wedding, but also walking <laughs> your daughter down the aisle? Did oh, you? Oh yeah, good question. Did you walk her down and then get up on stage and say, "Who take who? Who gives this woman to be the bride?" And then you got down again and said, "I do." And then you got back <laughs> up and said, up. "Thank you." Well, we actually. I wanted to. Uh, this was. I wanted to make sure Muriel got her wishes there. So okay. I walked in with the groom and stood at the front where the pastor stands. Okay. Oh, and then okay. Richard, uh, Matthew's dad, okay. walked Muriel in. Oh. And it was really cool. That's and sweet. then I said, who gives this woman to this man? And we had a cool thing worked out. And Richard looked at me and goes, I think that's you. <laughs> and he points at me. And I said, Aww. I think you're right. Oh, that's, that's and then I a lot said of fun. her mother and I, and uh, then we went on with the ceremony. Had a sweet time. First time ever record. Uh, never seen this before. Um, Matthew had memorized his vows. Oh, your and, new son-in-law. Yeah. And they were not two paragraphs. Oh, wow. I love this that. was probably. Oh, emotion. This was probably three minutes of vows. That he had memorized. And he Ooh. memorized them. To a T. Wow. I knew the dude was a brainiac. I mean, he's, you know, Notre Dame and been Penn State attorney and now consultant with Bain. But 
I saw brains in motion. <laughs> this is impressive. I saw brains in motion. Coming out. I've done a hundred. Uh, I've done a hundred weddings or close to it. We've lost track at ninety. I was saying ninety for a few years, and Janine says you've been saying ninety for a few years. I'm like <laughs> Probably whatever. A little higher than that. But never have I seen uh, vows memorized like that. So you didn't? Did you do then the repeat after me part at all? Where you? Oh did yeah, the, for the ring vows. Yes, you yeah. did those. Okay. Oh yeah, and I custom made them for my daughter. Never done them before. Oh. So that was fun. Hmm. Uh, but after Matthew got done doing his vows, I said, "That is a ama- that deserves." A crazy applause, and the place went nuts. And then I said, now, Muriel, we're going to do it the old-fashioned Clausen way for you. And I handed her her 8.5-11 sheet of paper. But these were serious. I've never seen longer vows. Wow. This wasn't like, you know, I'm going to hang out till death do us part. This was serious biz. But Mm -hmm. it was fun. It was an awesome time. The band they hired for the reception was probably one of the best bands I've ever heard live at a wedding. In fact, it was the best. That's awesome. Six-piece nice. band. Let me tell you something. You get a band out of Atlanta, they know how to play. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome to nice. behold. But, yeah, a lot of fun and um, really sense the presence and power of God. That's That was the coolest thing. So it's pretty Amen awesome. Amen on that. So we're steaming toward Christmas here, guys, and uh, we're talking preparation all week long. I know Allie, you've been doing a phenomenal job holding down the fort here, and uh, we're shifting gears. What's it like having Carl back so that you don't sit in this crazy chair? Well, I've been sitting in my own chair, but physically, but metaphorically. It's great to have you back. Well, it's good to be back. It really is. It's fun to fill in as quarterback for a little while, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back in my seat. She's a signal caller, man. That's right. She's a signal caller. All right, guys, we're going to jump into something really fun. You heard it at the t- uh, the back end of the 5 o'clock hour. I had an interview with a group of, uh, well, with one guy, a superintendent. <laughs> By the way, it just cracks me up, this guy. Oh, my word. He is, he's a baby. And he's building 27 and 22-story buildings right next to <laughs> our so studio crazy. here. But I'm crazy. You know, he's, you know, I asked him how many years he'd been doing this. I knew it wasn't too long because mm-hmm. I think he just started shaving two weeks ago. <laughs> But he's been doing it for four years, wow. and um, so he's just—he's just brilliant. I mean, he's just a brilliant guy. But as I drove in early this morning, I looked down at the hole. Sure enough, nothing's come up out of the ground yet. Still all underground. All underground. Yeah. Everything is underground. So we're talking preparation this week, and I got to tell you guys something. There is a metaphor that I used in my daughter's wedding ceremony that dovetails with what's going on in this construction hole right across the street to a T. And I'm going to tell you right now, what best prepares us for the Christmas season and any season and disciples of Christ is the stuff that no one on this planet is going to see. No one will see it. Church won't see it. Small group won't see it. No. It's something that's going to have to be done between you and God. And when it is, look out. So I got two, count them, two metaphors for you coming up here. Oh, good. So we're going to get after it, guys. We got Toby Mac, Christmas this year. Look at this. I come back and we got Christmas music. Welcome to Christmas music. Christmas tree is up. This big old tree is looking good. We got 
Carl and crew bumper stickers on the tree. Yes. And 12 the days world? of Christmas. And we got this little metal tree in here that Andrew yes, isn't built. It cool? It's, it's really cool. Helping you start your day with a boom. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. We've got Kevin Watson with us this morning. He's the assistant executive director of Morningstar Mission Ministries in Joliet. Uh, first, Kevin, good morning to you. Just give us an overview. What is Morningstar Mission uh, Ministries in Joliet? Tell us what it is for those who are new to the program. Thank you very much for having me. And yes, I would love to talk about Morningstar. And we are a homeless rescue mission here on the southwest side of Chicago. And we have a lot of different programs and services for homeless people and, and just people in need in general. Uh, we have a, a women and family center for women and even fathers with children. Uh, and it's just a way to help people get back on their feet. Uh, we have some men's recovery programs. We have a men's and women's emergency shelter. Just a lot of ways to help people and get them back on track. And I love your mission statement. The Morningstar mission relieves the spiritual and physical hunger of the poor by providing food for the hungry, clothing for the needy, shelter for the homeless, and the gospel of Jesus Christ to all. And there's both, there's the obvious needs, the need for shelter, the need for clothing, the need for a warm place to stay. But you are also addressing the, the deeper need, the spiritual hunger that all of us have. Talk a little bit about the gospel-centered mission of Morningstar. One of the things we do with our staff is we interview them and we ask them about sharing their faith because that is our primary goal. Um, but what we do is we, we meet their needs uh, just as we feel Jesus did. Jesus fed the 5,000 and then he shared with them and he shared the message of Christ. And, and that's what we want to do here. We, we know that they have needs. We like to get them in and uh, take care of those needs and then share that message. And, and that is our true purpose for being here. Yeah. Now, what do you see this time of year? Obviously, as the weather starts to turn colder and now as we move toward Christmas, I, I can imagine there is a uh, more of a sense of of loss when people are not able to be in their own home during the Christmas season or not able to participate in a lot of the things that many families take for granted uh, this time of year. What What do you see families, individuals encountering, particularly in the Christmas season? I think it's just typical, like for, for typical people, you know, they, they do, they miss their families. A lot of them don't have that opportunity to be with their families. A, a lot of them are homeless. And so there's just a, a huge hopeless feeling sometimes with yeah. them. And uh, so we really just try to, to meet that need and, and try to understand really just to meet them where they are. And, and that takes time sitting down and getting to know them and uh, just try to minister to them. And the team and I had an opportunity. We've been out to Morningstar Mission and got to see the facilities and some of the work that's being done. And this is a phenomenal ministry. You're going to be hearing more about it in the month of January. But I want to feature something, Kevin, that's on your website right now, this Christmas Book of Hope. And this is a unique opportunity for people to give a Christmas gift, a, a different kind of Christmas gift to people in need. So we're talking uh, blankets. We're talking a counseling session. Give us some other examples of, of some of the needs that people can help meet. We talked about the tangible things like the comforters and bedspreads, you know, towels, items like that. These are things that they need. Even food, you know, there's things that the people in our area need. And this is a way to 
to kind of connect people to an actual tangible thing that someone here or in our community might need. I think about a counseling session and just how that can really help turn someone's life around. And uh, they, they may not be able to afford that. And going on this catalog and sponsoring something like that just just really helps meet a tangible need that we have right here in our community. So this is be a good opportunity for something you could do as a family. You can look through this uh, Christmas book of hope and it's an opportunity for you to sponsor a counseling session or provide a night of stay at the emergency shelter or you make a contribution that would go towards the fresh food or even clothing for a job interview. All of the practical things. Something I would recommend if you do have children, let them look through this and see some of the needs and help them pick out what they might want to contribute to and know that there's going to be a family, a young person, a mom, and a, a child who's going to be on the receiving end because of their generosity. So this is something I'm going to do with my own kids. So I want you to text the word STAR to 312-274-9624. Text the word STAR, and you're going to see this Christmas book of hope, and you can contribute as the Lord leads you. Text the word STAR to 312-274-9624. Kevin, thank you so much for taking some time with us this morning. And thank you for the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Helping you start your day with a boom. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. 12 days of Christmas, day five. We're going to be opening a gift for two people, an online winner and a call-in winner. It's all happening in the 8 o'clock hour, so be sure you're listening around 8.30 for your cue to call in. And if you've not yet submitted that online entry, Go ahead and text the word Christmas to 312-274-9624. Just text the word Christmas, 312-274-9624. So I spoke with uh, the superintendent across the street, Power Construction. What a great name for a company, General Contractor. I want Power Construction to build my stuff. Absolutely. (laughs) Come on. Who do you work for? Power Construction. Yeah, true. I mean, they've got a great logo, and it's not weak looking either. You think they have a theme song? That says, I've got the power. <laughs> no, but Would you get that grab that correct? clip. Yeah. On it. Thank on you. It. Go sing it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? We need to pull that one up. <laughs> on it. Pull that up because that's a great. <laughs> I used to love that song. Oh, I did too. <laughs> that and anything from Black Box Hits. Oh, that whole album, Black Box Hits. <laughs> that's so good. Right on time. See, when I've started, I'm really sorry. That's my fault. Right on time. Okay, we're back. (laughs) Give me some power. You get some power in there? Well, it's going to take a little while to get it, but I'm working on it. You are fast, so I'm trusting you. So I go across and I talk with Matt. He's the general contractor superintendent. He is all of, there's no way he's 30 years old. He's probably 29. But, which is just so amazing. He's responsible for two high-rises down here. Yeah. The 22-story and a 27-story. In case you have not uh, been following along, Moody is the our landscape's changing a little bit. Buildings that were not used that are across the street from our main campus have now been sold and are being built up with these incredible high-rise condos. So we're By seeing, power construction. Yeah, so we're seeing major changes right across the street from us. Yeah, it's good. Crank this up. This is great for this. Uh, it's great because we like it. All right, so power construction is uh, building across the street. But this has been, uh, having been in construction for a lot of years and understanding foundations, now you got to know, I've seen some serious foundations on residential construction. 
I built fourplexes uh, right after I got uh, transformed by the power of God. What's a fourplex? A fourplex is a four living units in one building. Okay, okay, so it's like a duplex, only a fourplex. Got it. Mm. Um, and a, I built some fourplexes in Hollister, California. Now, anyone who's from California knows, oh, you built in Hollister? Hollister's famous for being on the San Andreas Fault. Mm. Oh. So the fault line in San and- uh, the San Andreas Fault line goes right through Hollister. And where we were building these fourplexes, it was like 300 feet from the fault line. Oh, wow. So when it shakes in California... It's really shaken in Hollister because it's right on the fault line. So they made us build these foundations that were just enormous, tons of rebar, tons of concrete, which is a metaphor for our lives, guys. Listen, we've got to get built strong. Now, what's going on across the street is this big old hole. Nothing has come up out of the ground yet, and they've got $3 million in that hole already. The caissons that have been driven down. Have we heard? And we've been shaking in here in oh, the yeah. studio yeah. while they've yes. been building. Absolutely. <laughs> Every now and then the table starts to rumble just a little bit, but it's across the street. It's across the street. They're driving these caissons. They're pouring concrete, hundreds, maybe thousands of yards of concrete. I mean, it doesn't end. Hmm. And they and they keep going further down and further down. And now they've got the center crane anchored, I mean, down in that right. hole, probably 20, 30, probably 40 feet down. I mean, it is an epic construction site. So here's the point, and I told you I was going to give you two for one. Here's the, here's the other one that is so important. I used this in my daughter's wedding ceremony. And I used it because my daughter's got Swedish heritage, obviously, and because this fits to a T. Um, my daughter and son-in-law are going to be going to um, Sweden on their honeymoon, but they're waiting for a few months. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a oh, big okay. shindig here in the spring. And they're going to be going to Stockholm. But if you ever go to Stockholm, if you ever get there, you've got to go to the Vasa Museum. And okay. the Vasa was a ship that was commissioned in 1626 by Gustavus Adolphus. He was the king of Sweden, and he wanted to get this uh, ship launched for war. Guys, what they did with the construction of this thing is amazing. Now, it's fully preserved, and I'll tell you why in a moment, but it is fully preserved in a museum. And they had preserved it by injecting glycol and then linseed oil, and so they've got this ship from 1626 fully preserved. Mm. And you walk through, and it's like the carvings are beautiful. And they've got original paint that was put on this thing. Wow. And it is amazing to just feast your eyes on this thing. Everything was gorgeous. Everything was outfitted. The cannons, the, the, the supply lines, everything they needed. When they launched this thing two years later in 1628, they send it down the rails into the water. On board are family and friends of the first officers. And the way it works is they launch it. Everybody waves goodbye. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people there. By the way, there were dignitaries from other countries that were there because this Vasa was epic. It was the biggest mm-hmm. ship of its kind at the time that had been built for war. They launched this bad boy out into the harbor in Stockholm. It's a brackish water harbor, meaning you've got salt water and fresh water coming together. 
So it's a brackish water, and that's the only way we have this ship to this day. They launch it. It caught a port wind from the port side, from the left side. It filled the sails, and it began to go underway, and everybody's celebrating. Ah. Yeah. Then a starboard wind breeze blew, not a heavy breeze, filled the sails, and the boat began to tip over. It took on water on the left side of the ship, and within 15 minutes, the Vasa had sunk. Oh, wow. Now, you got to ask a question. How in the heck did that happen? Mm -hmm. How in the world did this epic ship, two years in the making, sink on absolutely flat seas, yeah. little breeze, how did it sink? All this time and effort they put All in this it. time and effort. As it turns out, the postmortem on this thing is that the king kept asking for a bigger, better ship. And the shipwright knew, and he began to build a bigger girth that would be below the water. But at the end of the day, it wasn't big enough below waterline, and it wasn't weighted enough with enough ballast below mm. waterline to withstand even a light breeze filling those huge sails. Mm. And so wow. it sank. As I looked at my daughter and my son-in-law, I said, and I mean this boom crew from the bottom of my heart, this matters for life. You talk about preparation. This is the preparation. No, no small group will see it. I told my son and daughter, I said, no one here. And I looked at the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and all the guests. I said, look at all them. I said, Meryl and Matthew, look. I said, no one here is going to see what gives you a great marriage. No one. I said, what builds a great marriage is the unseen stuff of mm -hmm. this world. And I gave them three principles, um, humility, teachability, and interdependency, and how important that is and how no one, no one sees that stuff. And it was, um, it was a holy moment there. But I want to tell you something, Boom Crew. It, it needs to be a holy moment here because it's the unseen things that matter the absolute most. Your small group won't see it. In many cases, your spouse won't see it if you're married. But it is the unseen things that matter the most. Coming up here, we've got a cool central passage of Scripture we want to take you to. And it shows the passion of God for you to build a life and a strong foundation on the things that are unseen but will really have a lasting impact. We'll get to this passage coming up straight in. Got to go into work? Don't worry. Check out the Carl and Crew Showcast wherever you like to stream. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. It is so easy when we're thinking about life to presume that we've got this thing figured out or that we've got it or that we're okay. Right. Self-deception's real. Mm -hmm. We talk about it around here all the time. In Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15, it's exactly what the leadership of Israel was doing in their mind's eye. Because you have said, and this is what they have said in their mind, we have made a covenant with death and with Sheol. We have an agreement. When the overwhelming whip passes through, it will not come to us. This is the uh, speaking in the context of uh, Isaiah 28. This is the Assyrian army that's going to come from the north. So they're saying, we got this. For we have made lies our refuge, and in falsehood we have taken shelter. Wow. This is pretty powerful stuff. Um, 
they they believe their own fancy footwork is going to keep them out of harm's way. Well, we know that it didn't, but this is what the Lord says. Behold, I am the one who has laid a foundation in Zion, a stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone of a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not be in haste, meaning you're not going to be swept away by the torrent of this Assyrian army if you can just place your faith in Jesus. Now, this is prophetic because this is of the coming Messiah as well. Right. So this cornerstone principle is a powerful one because we know that Jesus himself said that he was going to be the stone that was going to be the stumbling block. But here's the bottom line. Guys, so many of us are building a life for ourselves that is above grade. And Jesus is reminding us here, God is reminding us in Isaiah 28, the only life to build, the way to be prepared in this Christmas season and in the life to come, the years to come, and even for eternity, is to build our life on Jesus Christ. And those things aren't always highly visible. And it requires you not leaning on your own understanding and not and your own gut feeling and all of the different words we apply to basically our own self-will. Yeah. So the question you got to ask yourself today is, are you firmly planted on the cornerstone? And his name is Jesus. Are you there? Uh, We're talking about having preparation for the Christmas season. Why do we need to be prepped? Why? Well, you think about all the preparation that happens in so many areas. There's meals to be prepped. There's homes that are decorated. There's gifts to be wrapped. But what we can often miss the most important elements of preparation. Are we ready? Is our heart ready? Are we ready to talk to the people around us? Are we ready with the Christmas story, really understanding how to help people to apply it to their lives? Yeah, it's really true. So the question we have is, what are the unseen things that matter most in our preparation, in our relationship with God? We've got a cool passage of scripture here. It's Isaiah twenty-eight sixteen. So this is what the Lord God says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. The one who believes will never be shaken. And this is the hope that we have. His name is Jesus. He is ultimately the cornerstone. Upon him, we can build a life that lasts, but it's often never seen. It's like this construction site across the street right now. Why there's millions of dollars in the ground. Nothing's come above the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, wow, that much time and money invested below the ground. Imagine if we, you, right now, you listening, imagine if you cultivated the unseen things in your life with Jesus. The question is, what are those things? What are they? The Voss is a ship from 1628 that the king of Sweden commissioned. It capsized in brackish water, perfectly calm harbor. Mm. Because it didn't have ballast. So it had everything above the waterline was dialed in. Yeah. The cannon great. doors. Yeah. I mean, the the carvings. Guys, I cannot even describe for you what the Vasa looks like. It's mm. epic. And it was preserved because it was in brackish water, both salt water and fresh water. Mm. That's the only reason it was preserved so well. But when they brought that thing up, I don't know, 40 years ago or something from the depths, they began to look at this a little more closely and they realized, oh, my goodness. Below the waterline, they didn't have enough ballast and they didn't have enough girth. They didn't have enough boat below the waterline. They were focused on the boat above the waterline. So therein lies the problem. So the solution is this, and and this is why it's so important. We're going to get hit with some winds during the Christmas season and beyond, 
But we're taking this as an opportunity to go, okay, what is it below the waterline that's going to make me strong? I mean, really strong, or I'm not weak. Um, And when we're talking about weakness, a lot of us are going to get around family. And how many of you have had an experience where you get around family and it's like, oh, no, I'm reverting back to my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And it ain't all good, right? I mean, that happens. Or we find ourselves with the crazy uncle that shows up and we want to blast this guy out of the water because he deserves it. And how do you keep from blasting Gurn, the the crazy uncle, out of the water? Everybody's got a crazy uncle. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are that crazy uncle. (laughs) But the question is, how do you prepare for a season that has a lot of upheaval, a lot of joy, but a lot of change, a lot of pace? You know, the, the, one of the natural problems with Christmas as well is we're getting into the winter heavy and now bugs are happening. So we're getting oh, little bugs. Yeah. So there's all kinds of little wrinkles to the Christmas season. And we want to be prepared. And so much of that work of being really spiritually prepared is underground work. Yes, 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 yes. You're right, Allie. Under the water, under the surface, however you want to eat. It's the unseen stuff. It's the unseen things that matter most. So we're asking, what are the unseen things? We're going to talk about it here as a team. For you, what is God calling you to do in this season that are the unseen things that matter most? Give us a call or text 312-274-9624. What is the Spirit of God telling you? This is for those of you that are listening to the Spirit And it's like, wow, the Spirit of God is telling me in this season to hunker down on this unseen thing in my life. 312-274-9624. Give us a call or text. We'll take it from you. 312-274-9624. And by the way, we've got 12 days of Christmas going on, guys. Allie. How do we get a name in the hat here? Make sure that you have that online entry form in so you're eligible to win. Just text the word Christmas to 312-274-9624. Just text the word Christmas. No energy? No problem. We have all the energy you need and more. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. It's Christmas time, guys. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's happening. I wish we had a little bit of snow on the ground. Yeah, I can see that. I'm good. You and and my son. That's it. A little bit of snow. Wouldn't it be good to have about six inches of snow? Not until Christmas Eve, and then it's melted by the day after Christmas. Yes. No one has to travel in it. There you go. You don't have much specificity around your request, do you? No, no, not at all. Really vague. Time stamped and everything. Why don't we why don't we see if that happens? What so let's mark this down. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for, Allie? Well, just a little bit of snow on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Six inches, is that a little bit? Six inches is pretty significant. It's a decent amount of snow. Want to go for two or three? Yeah, two to three. Enough okay, to cover two to three inches so right there. No grass is poking through. No grass poking through. Yep. Okay. No pokies. No pokies. Hope everybody mowed your lawn. Melt it, let's melt it off by Christmas, oh, the day after Christmas. Oh, you want to melt it off the day after Christmas. Yeah. So you want a, a warm breeze. Yeah, let's let's just yeah. get the temperature back up. So you up. really just want a flood, a flood in the streets. Just want a white Christmas. I think they wrote a song about it. I think I'm not the only one. Give us a little bit of that one. <laughs> Me, like good. actually? Yeah, right w- now. Welcome back, Carl. I've been dreaming of a wine See? Christmas, <laughs> just like the ones I used just to know. Like we used to know. Wow. <laughs> that was really good. Thank Where you. the yeah. treetops glisten and children, children. listen. 
To hear. To hear. Sleigh bells. Sleigh bells in the six Sleigh. inches of snow. snow. That's melted <laughs> off by the day after Christmas. Man, wow. I didn't, I didn't get that verse. That was interesting. Yeah. That was a new one. It's the remix. The remix. The Allie remix. <laughs> Allie, Allie, Allie retains authority to rewrite any song around <laughs> oh. here, especially <laughs> wow. the ones that are kind of edgy. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? She All loves right. that edgy stuff. Uh, guys, we got to get some feedback here from you. So coming up in a minute and a half, we'll start it off. What are the unseen things that God has convicted your team, your crew, right here uh, to do in this season? We've all got it. We've all got it. All of us have the Holy Spirit at work in our life going, here's some unseen things to be working on in your life to yeah. build a firm foundation. That coming up. Whether it's number one or 100, Take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Isaiah 28, 16. I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. The one who believes will never be shaken. It's the unseen things that matter most when we build our lives on Christ. It's oftentimes things that we do in our life, choices that we make that will never be seen by a small group, by our pastor, by our friends, sometimes even our spouses. What's the Lord working on in your heart right now, Allie, for the unseen things that you'd feel free to share? Um, I think it, uh, around the area of prayer. That's sweet. Yeah. To spend more time? Yeah. And a, kind of a new, there's a new plan I'm working on with my prayer and devotional time. So That is sweet. Yeah. Boy, I've got some... I think what the Lord gave us in this... Um, over the last week and a half, my bride and I have seen more answered prayer. Wow. And there's something about answered prayer. It spurs you on to pray yeah. more boldly. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. It's it's like this whole wedding week that I just got back from with our precious daughter in Athens, Georgia, where she was married off. It was kind of a destination wedding. No one from Athens came to the wedding, which is very interesting, <laughs> except for the wedding what? planner. Okay. Oh, uh, I think she wow. was actually from Atlanta, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. But but it was a um, it was a sweet time. But we saw the Lord move in such powerful ways. It was off the chain, and it spurs us on. But you're right; it's easy to forget that the firm foundation, the unseen things that often matter most. One of those is prayer, and that's just talking to God personally. Mm -hmm. Sometimes journaling those things is yeah. a good way to go, too. Yeah, I, I love, I keep journals that go back many, many years. Do you? Mm-hmm. Have you, do you go back and look and sometimes I go, do. wow. And they're, and they're kind of a, they're not a diary. They're just things that the Lord will show me or things that are on my heart. And I do, I'll go back and I'll read through from time to time. Usually at the end of the year, I'll go back and read through that, that year's worth of journals just to kind of see what the Lord's done that year. It's so sweet. What about you, Boom Crew? What are you doing? What's the unseen things that God is working on your heart to really cultivate in this season? The stuff that no one else will see, but you know good and well it is changing things in your life. Mine is, I've always enjoyed Saturdays where I hunker down on big tranches of Scripture. I'm wanting to get big tranches of Scripture even more midweek hmm. rather than just a little bit of a focused effort, and I think a lot of this is due to the fact that I'm heading to Israel in January, going to be right. broadcasting yeah. from there, but there's some things I want to get kind of refreshed on even before I get there, so that's unseen for me. 
Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, guys, here we go. Uh, Seven o'clock hour. It's Carl and Crew, and we are saying Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We got Jonathan in here singing this morning. Give us a few bars of that song again. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Let me pull up some lyrics just so I can actually, like, yeah, that's get good. This right. And yeah. you'll be happy to know, Carl, that in your absence, I did put Young Thunder on the spot uh, once or time. twice. Uh, one time I had him come up with a remix for Joy to the World. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. He did good. great on that. And then uh, he might have yeah. called the hogs at least once. I did. I did yesterday. Yeah. You called yeah. the hogs? I called the see, hogs see? yesterday. I'm proud of you. All right. So, just so you know. I'm just Thank you, Allie. <laughs> it just warms the cockles of my heart. <laughs> Love language there. Yeah, it's just great. All right. All right. Give us a little something. All right. I've been dreaming of a white Christmas. Is it I've been dreaming or no, I'm? I'm okay, yeah, start over. Start over. <laughs> That was, wow. That was right. Well, it's just, it's, it, it, you were bumping my cup at Christmas time. Oh, that's what we gotta, it is. Yeah, we got to okay. make sure we got All that right. right. One more time now. Go ahead. I'm dreaming of a wine Christmas just like the ones I used to know where the treetops glisten and the children Listen Ooh, little. to hear Mustard, sleigh bells in the snow. All right. That's good. Yeah. It was really wow. good. That's really good. good. Nice. It was great. Was that the Bing Crosby version or the Michael Bublé? They're probably version? more Bing Crosby. It was a little deeper than what okay. uh, Bublé does. Yeah, he's an octave higher than that. But you did great on that. That Thank was you. great. Bing Thank would you. be so thrilled. Appreciate it. Yeah. Wish I got to meet a guy like that. I think that's the most popular Christmas song of all time. Is it? I think so. That's what you, yeah, because we remember we were talking music a little bit. Yeah. She quizzed us on Christmas. I won. Oh, yeah. It was it was head-to-head <laughs> trivia. Young Thunder versus Superdiet. Well, he didn't know dip about let's Christmas songs. It, let's just say it wasn't close. <laughs> he started well, with, I didn't say that. I've been I dreaming. <laughs> About a wine. <laughs> wow. I thought you said a wine Christmas, too. I almost oh, interrupted no. you. What? You said no, no, no. Thanks for not interrupting no. me. Yeah. It's Carlin Crew Mornings helping you take your next step with Jesus. It is Christmas time. Get your name in the hat, guys. At 830, we're going to be drawing a name out to go under the tree and grab one of these presents. These are the most beautifully wrapped presents we've I ever mean, had. It's, That's good it's stuff. so pretty. nice. And the the themed pack, so every gift has really been a couple of gifts together and two winners each day. So be listening for your cue to call in around 830. And if you've not gotten that online entry form in, you're missing out. But there's still eight gifts to go. So get it in. <laughs> Christmas to 312-274-9624. Just text Christmas, 312-274-9624. We're asking you, what are you doing in this season? What's the Holy Spirit convicting you of to work on that is unseen? The stuff that no one will see. Because that's where life has changed, Allie. So we're asking you that question. As you think about a building, a foundation, all the work that happens underground, our life is a lot like that. There's a lot of work that happens underground, not by our trying harder, but by our partnering with the Holy Spirit to make us more like Christ. It's the unseen things that God is using. So what is that for you? What are the unseen things God is convicting you to really work on in this Christmas season? 312-274-9624. Super die. What's God saying to you? Uh, big time 
trust and patience. There's a lot of things juggling right now and decisions that need to be made and have to be made. And it's just really struggling to rest in his trust, rest in his strength, and know it's his timing and his discernment and let the Holy Spirit lead me in those decisions. You better not be heading out of here. No. <laughs> Does nothing to do with Moody. All right. Just checking <laughs> on. Yeah. You know, just going live on air, making sure that ain't happening. Carl, Good precious Good time relying on you. <laughs> We're just making no, sure. No. It doesn't no. have anything to do with your work. No. No. Hallelujah. No. Keep the team in place here. Hilarious. <laughs> what about you, Boom Crew? 312-274-9624. What's God working on in you? What's the Spirit of God saying to you? Think about this right now. What are the unseen things that are going to change Christmas in a substantive way for you? Maybe make you more stable. Maybe keep you from getting wonky with your mouth like you've oh, yeah. been wont to do. Maybe to protect you from getting into a compromising situation or just getting you stronger in this Christmas season. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? 312-274-9624. Below the surface, somebody just texted in. This is great. Thank you so much, 5941. Improve my physical health, not by focusing on what I wouldn't put in my body, but by focused prayer on the needs of those who depend on me so that God may change the desires of my heart. Wow, that's good. 312-274-9624. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? We'll get Young Thunders straight ahead. This is Ryan Ellis. The craziest carpool in Chicagoland. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Guys, as we're thinking about this season, what is it that you're doing to prepare below the surface? It's the unseen things that matter most. I want you to think about this right now, right now. In fact, we're going to give you a moment, a holy moment here. I want you to give the Holy Spirit an opportunity to speak into your life. Think about the unseen things in your life right now, the stuff that no one can see. What does God want to change? Think about that. I'm going to give you a moment here. We're going to have some dead air. This is risky because sometimes alarms start going off in here. I want you to think about that. This is important. Given it's amazing, so we know we're going hard and fast when we feel awkward over five five seconds of dead oh, air. Yeah. yeah, and silence feels so loud. Yeah, you can get that right. So we're just asking you what what's going on below the surface. Coming up here, we got something really cool. I interviewed the superintendent. This guy must be all of twenty nine years old. Looks like he started shaving yesterday. Superintendent <laughs> of two high rises that are being built right across the street. I had to go over and talk to him because they've been like two and a half months and nothing has come up out of the ground. Yeah. But nothing. so much work is happening. Two to three million dollars has been put below grade already. And I talked with him a little bit. First, uh, we want to do something kind of fun here. Young Thunder, you got an envelope there. You had a birthday while I was gone. I did. What was the date of your birthday? Uh, December 2nd, Friday. Wow. So we waited until your return. Yeah. Yeah. Super die waited until. Yeah. And usually we wait for the, like, after the show for this kind of thing. But I said, you know what? My birthday was on Friday last week. I want to open it now. So I said, wait, we'll do it on air. So go ahead. Open it up. What do you got there, man? I'm opening it. Open up the Uh card. Here we go. You say, oh, no, is there something in here that I'm not supposed to, like, share? Oh, no, this is cool. (laughs) What is it? It's a fidget spinner, but it's got, like, little 
fidget Bubbles. buttons on the. If you guys oh. know is me at all, is it a Chick Fil A fidget spinner? It's not, okay. but that would be awesome. Oh, he, Jonathan's a fidgeter. <laughs> I am a fidgeter. Diana knows me super well. What do you mean, it's Diana? What makes you think I didn't go get that gift? Because you were at a wedding. I know Diana wouldn't got this gift card. Man, just you know, there's three of us sitting in here. No, okay. That had a part in this gift. Then he goes, Diana knows me well. You did actually before he left. Actually, Diana's Diana's such a great gift getter. Yes, we let Diana get the gift, even her own. Yes. Well, it's my love language. So I mean, I love. She gets the gifts. This is what she does. She gets. She gets the gifts. She yes. gets the card. Yes. And then she, every every time anyone has a birthday, and then she discreetly has all of the rest of us sign the card. Yeah. Yes. And we give her cash. And then she presents a gift at the end of the show <laughs> and says it's on behalf of the team. Yes. And then we contribute a little bit of money, and we call Stop. it from all of us. And she and she gets mad at that. I flipped her and 10 spots says, this no, morning. no, no, no. And she goes, no, 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 don't, don't give me that. And I'm like, so okay, well, how are we going to pay for this gift? That's how Super gift guy. works around here. It Diana is. All right, what would you get? All right. So you got a, you got a what? I got Chick-fil-A gift cards. Wow, oh, no man. brainer. Which you know where I'm stopping <laughs> on the way home from work today. Yes. And then Happy I also got a Wayfair gift card because I... I am a new homeowner, yes. and Wayfair Furniture is literally where we've bought all of our things. Hold on, so, hold that thing up. I don't want to say it on what air. What he and his wife have been doing? So I thought, oh, okay. What? What I am did, I? I did not give you enough money. Put, You're fine. <laughs> no, I'm okay. not. We no, can we're talk not talk about this air. later. <laughs> We're on air. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Thank you want to read Jonathan. the notes we wrote on the card? No. You want me to? Okay. Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, See what we wrote. Can you read all of our handwriting? Uh, you know oh, what the funny thing is? Is I'm really so. bad at reading it cursive, so this is going to take me about five minutes oh, to decipher. really bad at cursive. Uh, so, Are you seeing something you don't want to read on air? No, not that okay. at all. I literally can't read cursive. One time when I was a kid, I was at my grandparents' house, and like the whole my whole mom's side of the family was there, and I was reading birthday cards because it was my birthday and my, one of my aunts and uncles read, wrote it in cursive and so I opened the card couldn't read any of it oh. so I nodded my head and I said oh thank you so much and I was like nine and they said what does it say and I said oh. I don't know what it says I can't oh, read okay. it <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm horrible at reading a cursive. I just okay. can't do it. We'll let it. We'll let him off the hook. Yeah. Thank Tr- you. Trish is now officially 86. She goes Again? ten bucks cheapskate. <laughs> oh. oh no no! Trish. Hey, if we're giving gifts here that are more than 40 bones, something's wrong. All right, Trish. So there. All right, get off it, exactly. Trish. But I want her out of here. Well, yes, I want her out of here. We do Again. know that Jonathan shares a birthday with Aaron Rodgers. I in, did. I already know this. Irony of things. No. Yes. You're kidding. I already know this. 1530 who texted us. Yes. He's I your, lament he's it. He's your home fry. I lament it. December every year. 2nd oh. was his official birthday. I lamented. Also, Aaron Rodgers. I'd change my so birthday dramatic. if I could. I can't. Well, Jonathan. You have <laughs> solace in this. You were born in different years. That's true. Okay, coming up here, I've got an interview with the general contractor from across the street. It fits so well with this. This is even before I left town. I went over there and interviewed this guy. He's the general, he's the superintendent of the general contracting. You ready for the name of this company? What's that? Power Construction. Woo! Come on, man. Come on. What a great name. Power. I'll hire them. Let's let's call power to do the job. That's right. All right. You need power when you need power. Can you build a twenty-seven foot skyscraper for us in downtown (laughs) Chicago? Sure can. That's why we're called power.
It's Carlin Crew Mornings wow. here. Coming up, my interview with Power Construction. His name's Matt. Cool kid. Straight Ed. Talking about Jesus and having fun while doing it. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Hey, Boom Crew. Uh, got a real special little mini edition here of what we're trying to do. Building a life that's built to last requires a lot of preparation. We find that in Matthew 7 where Jesus says, hey, this house that's built to last, it's because it's grounded on the rock. And I've been watching a construction site across the street from us that has been months in the making. Now, I'm blue-collar guy, construction guy from way back, but I've been blown away at this. So I came across the street here, ran into one of the superintendents from Power, and I asked him if we could interview him, so he said, we're good to go. What's your name, my man? Matt. Matt, thanks for taking a couple of minutes here, bro. I appreciate it. Um, all right. This is... This is amazing, but I guess if you're going to build a high-rise in Chicago, you got to go down before you go up, right? Yeah, absolutely. What, what, why does it require such substrate, I guess that's not the right term, almost subterranean work that has to be done before you can come up? And why, why so many months of work? Yeah, so, I mean, you got to think about the, the steps that go into it. Um, you know, we start off uh, by pouring deep foundations that's your caissons uh, how far down do those caissons go uh it varies uh from project to project um these ones i want to say i'd have to look back at the drawings but essentially we pour pretty much massive underground uh columns and there's engineers that kind of tell us you know how far how down they gotta go they go sometimes they go down to bedrock sometimes they're less than that it all depends on the soil conditions so we get those and we drill big holes into the ground i've seen it yeah and so, you pump how many yards of of concrete get poured into this underground would you say uh, hundreds i mean hundreds yeah, of yards yeah so it it uh and again it, it really all depends i mean the caissons vary in sizes depending on what's on top of them you know for example where our core is and where the tower crane is typically have larger caissons um but yeah that's kind of the first step those get poured deep and then on top of it, uh, we'll pour grade beams, which essentially are underground beams that ultimately our slab-on grade sits on, and that slab-on grade is kind of what starts the, the superstructure of the building. So, And the amount of activities that go into the underground, whether it's our ERS, that's our earth retention system, excavation, um, utility work, everything has to kind of happen in a, in a certain sequence to, to be successful. If you were to come out here and build a, how many story building is going up here, by the way, right the one, across from Moody? Yeah, the one that's in the hole right now, that one's going to be a 26 story. 26 uh, story. The one you see up now, that's a, that's a 22 story. Okay, a 26 story building. If you were to build that on grade, no prep work, how long before that thing would go? <laughs> you wouldn't make it many floors out of the ground. <laughs> really? So yeah. it, it would start tipping right away? Yeah, I mean, uh, tipping, collapsing, sinking, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say, but the know, whole thing. It's, it's not structurally sound. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. How long have you been doing this, Matt? Uh, about four years. You enjoy it? Yeah, love it. Uh, what's the most amazing thing about what goes into the ground before it even comes out to you? What's the coolest part of this construction job? I think probably probably the engineering behind it. I mean, there's 
so much you do ahead of time and everything has factors of safety into it that you know everything's over engineered to um i don't know to me that's the that's probably the coolest part like the amount of prep work that goes into it we'll have it'll be engineered it gets double checked it gets stamped by the city uh our subcontractors engineers look at it it's it's a whole process to double check triple check to make sure that everything's right it's awesome man what's your degree in uh construction management construction management where'd you get it from uh milwaukee school of engineering way to go man yeah matt you're a young man you got a big responsibility here yeah i mean definitely have a team of uh guys me that are, yeah support and, you know help manage the, the project and the subcontractors too i mean yeah they're really the experts we're kind of the just guide <laughs> to make sure everything goes smoothly one final question if you could spitball a number how many millions of dollars goes into the ground of an average high-rise of 20 to 30 stories out of the ground in downtown Chicago? How many millions is underground before it even comes out one bit? Mm. Spitball me a number. Maybe, again, it's so situational. Yeah, yeah. But maybe three million? Three million bucks. But again, you know, could be, there's could be north levels, of that. You know, it's if you have a basement, it's exponential for that a lot of like if you just have a you know if the street level is your grade level then you're just doing caissons and stuff but like the one where we're digging in the hole that one's obviously a lot more than the one that's up already just the amount of work that's being put into the, the ground that's cool man hey man i love it i'm glad there's working men like you out here that when these things come up out of the ground they're actually going to stand there for a lot of years <laughs> well a lot of parties Hands on it. Yeah, me, you're doing good work. That's Matt with uh, Power's the name of this company, right? Yes. Power Construction. Yeah. You ever dream when you were a kid you'd be working for Power Construction? No, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. There you go, Boom Crew. Little taste of what goes in underground before they can put this thing up 20 plus stories. Have a great day. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have you gotten your name in the hat? You haven't? Well, get it in the hat. Come on now. Pull to the side of the road. No. Get it in the hat. For 12 days of Christmas, we're on day five. We're going to be opening another gift from under our tree in less than an hour. Around 840 is when we're going to be opening the gift. Two ways to win every single day. One is the online portion. You got to get that entry in form, that entry form in rather, and one entry in your set for all 12 days. So if you've done this, good. Keep watching and waiting. Just text the word Christmas if you have not. Christmas to 312 Two seven four nine six two four Christmas to three one two two seven four nine six two four and then be listening around eight thirty for your cue to call in. Now, this is open to everybody, so you may think I oh, just started listening to you guys. I don't. We can still give you a gift. You don't have to be like an old timer around here to get a gift. No. Come on the in. Gifts are for everybody. Yeah. You know, it feels weird getting a gift. Like I don't really know you guys. Sure. All ah, good. All good. good. The old timers will be bitter that you won, but <laughs> they won't. <laughs> All right, Young Thunder, I'm going to mess with you today since you're uh -oh. messing with me. Okay. 
I'm pop quiz right now. Pop quiz. With this song going. Keep it going in the background. Okay. What's on the sixth day of Christmas? Um, okay, hold on. No, no, no singing it. Why? Come on, sixth day of Christmas. What is it? Six, uh... Turtle doves. Six turtle doves? No. No, there's two turtle doves. (laughs) Uh... Six, uh, something is with hens. Is it French hens? French hens. Is it French hens? Yep. I, What's the seventh it? day? I don't know. I've I've never paid take enough a guess, attention to Take a guess. Take a guess. You gotta take a guess. Go. Seven, Seven lords day. of leaping. No. What do you do in the summer when it's warm? I don't. Mean, you swim in the pool. Okay. Eight swimmers in the pool. No. Seven swimmers in the pool. Seven what? This summer. Seven. I. Uh, I don't dancers dancing. Swans are swimming. Swans are swimming. I was trying to do swimming. Arms so Ellie's in here making these crazy hand I'm motions. Trying to help. Like I was crazy. swimming. She's swimming. He thinks she's dancing. Dancing. I guess you dance in the summer. Um, only. eleven. Eleven. Oh. Eleven maids of milking. No. Eleven. Eleven. I don't know how to signal this one. It's uh, strange. Eleven elephants. Uh, <laughs> stamping. Eleven trumpets trumping. Close. Eleven flutes. <laughs> a fluting. Come on, come on, eleven, get it. I don't know, I don't know. Eleven. You jump, you, when you jump, you. Lords of Leaping? There you go. No, it's eleven pipers piping. Pipers oh, piping. Oh, is way it? to go, oh, super so die. She so totally okay, is sabotaging. This I'm is so a spiritual sorry. principle. Make sure so you have sorry. wise counsel around you. <laughs> well, that's ten, isn't it? Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing. Why are ten lords a leaping? I don't know. Maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. These Christmas gifts sound way more of a nuisance than they do a gift. Don't go partridge hunting, yeah, by please, the way, this please year. Please don't give me we seven swans of swimming for Christmas. Yeah. Ever. Sending those back. I don't want live <laughs> what birds am I under gonna my do? tree. What am I going to do with leaping lords? You know what? You've been, you've been, you've been going on so much this morning. You know how late we are on the clock? Yeah. We're super late. All right. Coming blaming up here. blaming Jonathan? Yeah, I'm blaming Jonathan. <laughs> okay. I'm still bitter over the abacus joke he made about it. <laughs> He's getting a lot of love from the boom crew. Yes, yes. On, this on that one. <laughs> Sorry to say. Young Thunder, there's one day when your kids are going to look at you and they're going to go, Dad, you're old. It's true. And I'm going to be in glory it going, doesn't take long. <laughs> it doesn't take long. Give them to about three or four years old. Well, see, the funny thing is, <laughs> is... I I don't I want to be old. I'm good with that. I've been old You're my whole an old life. Soul. You are. And now at least now the body will match the mind. Now my heart's warming toward you again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Crank this up a little bit. Oh, Carl, we're so is- late. <laughs> we are really late. Are, how late are we? Uh, about really 10 late. Ten minutes late. All right, coming up, I got to tell you about what I told my daughter at her wedding because it matters. It's all about preparation for life and Christmas and beyond. It's coming up. Can you spell abacus? No. Give it a shot right now. A B B. Uh-uh. You already screwed it up. A B A. No. What? Then what is it? How do you even do it? A B I. I I don't know if that's it's right. It's A B I. It's the U S. Isn't it A B I? No. It's Come on, somewhat pull up abacus. It's We're late. A B A. Oh, it is A B A. Yes. C U S. Yes. Yeah. 
A-B-A-C-U-S. There's no I in there. Say. No, there's, there's no, no I. I. You sure you're looking at the right dictionary? There's also <laughs> no so I in team. Late. Hang on. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsor Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, all right, we got it. 1333 just texted in. Can you tell us the three things already? <laughs> and they add LOL. Thank you for that. Uh, don't go into the office yet. I'm going to give it to you right now. Uh, so here's the deal. We're talking about preparation for the Christmas season. And uh, here's the metaphors that we have for you today. Uh, the Vasa is a ship that was commissioned by King Gustavus Aldafus. And uh, this is in 1628 it was finished. And for two years he commissioned this to go to war. The Vasa is a tale of haste and improper investment. They, uh, we had a picture sent in from someone that was a museum mm-hmm. shot of the Vasa. Yeah. Go look at it online. It is, is that beautifully constructed? Yeah, and it's it really one of those is. old wooden really beautiful. ships that's kind of woven and mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it. it. Well, the masthead and everything is just carved and beautiful. I mean, it's just amazing. To walk around this thing is breathtaking. But it, it sank. It sank within a few hundred meters of being launched. And you're like, you got to be kidding. No, it sank. Now, the shipwright was, I mean, they wanted to kill someone for this because it was a national embarrassment. So someone's head was on the block. Turns out it was the king's head on the block, so he didn't take his own head. (laughs) He was so hasty in getting this thing built, he ignored the shipwright who said, we don't have enough below the waterline. It's not big enough, and we don't have enough ballast. King said, ship it, send it. Here's the point. It couldn't handle some light breezes in the Stockholm Harbor because there was not enough weight below the waterline. Here's the principle. And this is what I told my daughter and son-in-law at their celebration, their wedding uh, Saturday. I said, guys, listen to me. It's the unseen things that matter most. You know, I, you know the interesting thing is I took this little passage that Moses spoke, wrote as God spoke to him. Paul wrote the same words and Jesus said the same words. And it's a man shall leave his father and mother and unite with his wife, and these two will become one flesh. But Jesus has these words, what God has brought together, let no man tear apart. Meaning this, there's some things that God does, and then there's some things that we must do. And it's the the below the waterline things that matter in life. And as you're steaming toward Christmas, you can even take what I gave Muriel and Matthew and take them and apply them to your own life. I've seen three things that make a dynamic marriage three, and I'm going to give them to you right now. One is humility. Humility is that choice that we make to submit ourselves to God in just very practical ways. Humility provides what I call relational buoyancy, like no commonalities can provide and money cannot buy. It's just true, guys. Humility is just, it's an unseen thing, and it's a choice you can make today. Second thing is teachability. I told uh, Muriel and Matthew, I said, guys, teachability is the secret sauce of intimacy. Two persons who can admit they have plenty to learn and have mastered little become to their partner irresistible. And it's just true. And then the third thing is interdependency. So humility, teachability, interdependency. 
Interdependency is the art of learning to celebrate those things in each other that used to drive you crazy. We had some great laughter with that one. (laughs) Interdependency is an amazing thing, but you know what? All of these are below the waterline. Humility, teachability, interdependency, that ability to appreciate those things in your spouse if you're married that used to drive you nuts. And I was able to tell Muriel and Matthew, I said, listen, been married to your mom for 34 years. And what's really wild about our relationship, guys, and I really mean this, and I'm sure she's listening right now. Always when you get married within a couple of weeks, wow, it's like kind of hits you. It's like, oh, wow, we're married. And what's funny is there's always things that drive you crazy about your spouse. If you've got a pulse, that's true of you. But what's really sweet is when God cultivates inside your heart that you begin to appreciate those things because you benefit from them in a big way. So as you're heading toward this Christmas season, listen to me. It's the unseen things that matter most, more than any gifts, any ornaments, any carol singing, any Christmas services that you go to. It's that time alone with the Lord that's going to set you on a good path for this Christmas season. Let God do it. We got this construction project across the street here that I went and interviewed the superintendent off this job, and there's $3 million in the hole, meaning they've been working out here for two and a half months. Yep. They got three mil, and you don't see one stick above the ground. All of it is underground work. $3 million worth of what? Concrete and what do you, what's the Concrete, other construction Concrete, steel. I mean, they've got, they've got, Tubes of steel that are going into the ground deep. Mm. Caissons, these huge things that have been driven, and you hear the bang, bang, those caissons being driven down into the ground. And I asked him, I said, how long would a building stand if you built it on grade? A 26-story one like they're building right now. 26 stories. He said, I wouldn't make it at all. I mean, you'd get up a few stories and the thing would start tipping over. Isn't that something to think about? It is. It's true in your life, too, in this Christmas season. What matters most are the unseen things. God wants to do that in you today. What is it? What is that thing that God's working on in you? Want to put faces to their names? Just follow Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, that's Carl with a K. Okay, we got Chris Seagard sticking his head in. Somebody let him in. I know we're in live. Come on in. Come on in. Put him on a put him on a microphone. Put him on a microphone. Chris, Chris, jump on this microphone over here. Jump on over there. How you doing, Chris? How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. Yeah, we we got you. You're live. You're ready to roll. Can you hear us? I can. Okay. Uh, On the 12 days of Christmas, what's day 11? (laughs) Bring him in. Come on. It comes in. Crickets. All right, in my brain. 11 crickets You got got to throw some pasta. (laughs) You can carry a tune, Chris. Oh, no. You sing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Guys. What do you, what does it do? What what happens when you finally, when you finally have to pay a debt, it's time to pay the. You got to pay the. (laughs) Piper. Yeah. So there's 11 of those. And the Pipers, what do they do? The Pipers. pipers, 11 Pipers. 
piping pipe. No, it's not. <laughs> it's eleven pipers. 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 What is that? All right, come on. Let me give you two more shots at this. Number seven. Seventh day. What is it? Seven. Uh. Uh, golden rings. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did it. Is it golden That's rings? Not, okay. no. no, it's they not. Swim, See, water. Seven. Birds. Seven. Swans. Seven. Seven. Swans are swimming. Yeah. Three. Three. Give me three. Come on. You got three. Three. Not we. Golden birds. Not we. Friends. <laughs> three. Friends. Oh, it's a lot of golden Give us the rest of the song. Sing it out. Four. Three Frenchins. <laughs> two doves. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. You give them a hand, everybody. That was terrible. I like Chris's version better. I am prepared to do your technology, and I was not prepared. Listen, to be fair with you, bud, no one is. For some reason, I, unless you wrote that song, you don't know what in the cat here is going on. Yeah. He's asked me multiple times today, and I still can't remember. Yeah, watch no, this. What's five? Golden rings. That one's easy. Yeah. What's what's eight? Eight. We just said it. Maids of milking. No, yeah. you got it. You got it. Did That's I? It. Well, what's yes. nine? A nine. Uh, ladies dancing. Uh -huh. Golden oh. birds. <laughs> <laughs> He's just back here golden chucking birds. birds. Yeah. Golden Ten birds. golden birds, nine golden birds, eight golden birds, and a golden bird in a golden pooping tree. in a tree. Oh boy! Oh boy! All okay, right. Okay then. All right. So here's the deal. We're gonna go Facebook Live. Is that why this big old camera's in? Yeah, here? that's yeah. it. Yeah, we're All right. Chris, Chris is running away yeah. from the microphone. Do things. In, a, in, a, in a couple minutes, if we're gonna go Facebook. Chris, I'm gonna yes. make you a promise right now. I'm not gonna do that to you tomorrow. Or but, the next day. But maybe the day but after. The day after. after. <laughs> but on Monday, you might be quizzed again. Uh, <laughs> He's going to have a cheat sheet driving down the road. Exactly. His wife's going to ask him, what, are you memorizing scripture? No, I'm memorizing a song. <laughs> Called the 12 I don't want to get caught again with that thing. Just Carl asking out. Isn't that a humbling thing, Chris? Oh. Thank you for your grace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your grace. There's lots oh. of grace around here. Yeah. But isn't it funny how our grace is peppered with humor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tons. So we get to laugh at people yeah. while we extend oh, grace. It's fun. Okay. Coming up here, we are ready to roll, aren't yeah, we, Allie? We are. We're ready to announce today's winner and introduce you to our call-in winner. So two Boom Crew members are going to get a prize from under our tree. <laughs> Who's going under the tree today? It's Facebook Live, that's Allie right there. Hey. It's Carl right here. Can you zoom around to the kids across the, across the way? Yeah, there we go. Can Smile and wave right there. There's Super Die and Young Thunder. Young Hello. Th Young Thunder has been on edge here today with that's me. That's true. Well, I, I had to welcome you back in a really good way. Yeah, he Come did on, Carl. Really we way. didn't, you know, when you have company and you have approved parts of the house, we yeah. didn't clean up the rest of the studio. <laughs> they turned the camera around, <laughs> taking them on the tour of the whole place. Yeah. A little dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you don't have okay. an upset tummy after that one. Okay, what do we got here, Allie? Well, let's introduce our call-in winner. Who is our call-in winner today? John from Gary. How you doing, John? Good morning. Good. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great, man. You having a good morning? Yes, sir. That's great. Well, it's about to get a whole lot better. That's right. Because Allie's going under the tree. Okay, John, do you have a preference? You Would you like a bag or would you like boxed gifts? Uh, box. Okay, I'm going to grab want, a box. You want a big box or a small box? Uh, no preference. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. he's super flexible. 
All right, she's going under she the goes. tree she's right thinking, now. She's thinking. Oh, she's got. Whoa. Oh, okay. whoa. This one's beautifully wrapped. Multiple it's boxes. one Multiple. gift, but it's got three, three boxes. Boxes. Okay. So let me give this to you. This is beautiful wrapping paper. It is. Okay. okay this is going to be great. I'm going to just tear into it. Watch this on Facebook. Yeah, you got to open guys. messy. No, gotta, no clean just tear it open. Yeah. Okay. The first one. <gasps> I see a word Kodak. Kodak. Ooh, that gives me a clue. It's making okay, me feel so good. This is, this is going back one, in time. Some, it's some Kodak <laughs> photo paper. Let's see what part two is. Second box. Nice. Is. Oh, be. look at this. Oh, how fun. Kodak Printomatic. Printomatic. Love it. All right. Yes. Carl, do you have the full yeah, description? Yeah, I've got the full description here. All right. Give it it's to a me. holly jolly Christmas. Kodak Instant Camera Pack. Christmas can be a magical time, and now you can unleash your creativity and capture those <laughs> amazing Christmas memories with this Kodak Instant Camera. Included is extra film, a case, an album, and more. Red and white Christmas paper with brown Oh, no, that's a description of the box. <laughs> that's the box it's wrapped in. This is great. <laughs> Sorry about that, John. That was my uh, inside cue notes to find out what we're actually opening. Car. So John hold it, hold it. I'm going to read it to him. John, you got something that was wrapped red and white Christmas paper with brown Merry Christmas ribbon. Yes. Yeah, that was, that so was a, little, a little helper for us to identify the gifts. John, congratulations. Also, congrats to our online winner. Today is Linda from South Holland. Is right on, Linda. Gift pack. This is a phenomenal way to, go, guys. Way to capture that. some of those Christmas memories. Way to go. Guys, if you haven't got your name in the hat, get it in the hat. Text word Christmas to 312. 212-274-9624. The word Christmas to 312-274-9624. And if you're on Facebook Live right now, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. to everyone out there. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.